0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Tory. And today it's our waiver Wire show for week six. All the top ads as we head to week six. And it's eh, not that great. But we'll go over that in just a minute. Before we do that, make sure you guys... Go check us out on Twitter. Follow us there at the FF profit or Instagram. We are fantasy football profit on there. You can go to our website, fantasyfootballprofit.com, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash fantasy football profit, and go subscribe to our YouTube page, which has more videos than just the regular podcast on there. It's youtube.com slash fantasy football All right, Jeff, big time waiver wire week, right? Big time guys. Sure. So your number one player of the week it has to be a, Sure thing player, right? Who is he?
1: Yeah, the cupboard is bare.
0: <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I it mean, is. There's, a, there's a couple of wide receivers this week that um, I'm intrigued by, interested in. Um, and really, the, the two big ones for me are going to be MVS, as I'm calling him now because I don't want to keep saying his name, but yeah. Green, Green Bay wide receiver. Um, He looked good. I think he's going to get a crack at it. You know, we'll find out. Cobb and Allison, what their outlook is, but I think that he is um, a, a good player to own. I think that he has a possibility of overcoming Cobb, and then Cutie. Um, he, once again, he his usage was quite a bit, and I think, especially if you're in a PPR league, I think he is usable. We just have to find out if, uh, you know, if, if Fuller getting completely healthy will will lessen his workload.
0: Yeah, Cutie was my number one really for the week. He's He's involved, you know, at least somewhat. He's looks like to be a good player. Yeah, we'll have to see if it's just because Fuller is, you know, nursing the injury, but he's involved out there. So especially in a week like this, he's my number one guy. Involved as Scantling is my number three, actually, for the week as well. And a lot of that has to do with, yeah, he played ahead of the guys for injuries, but Cobb is, I feel like, they're never, I don't feel like they're ever happy with Randall Cobb there something about him and Valdez Gantley could really jump up there and become used, especially if, if Rogers likes him, I think he's going to be used. So he's worth a, He's worth a waiver, You know, it's <laughs> just a shot in the dark here. Throw him on your bench. Let's see how it really plays out. But that's where we are this week. So. Yeah. And
1: you know, well, who was your number two then? Cause you said cutie and yep. then uh...
0: going to be Taylor Gabriel.
1: Okay. Yep. he yep. made my list as well.
0: Yep. So Gabriel, just you know, he maybe he's slipping under the radar from some people this week because he didn't, you know, he didn't play. there on bye, but he's been getting a lot of targets there for Chicago. I think that's going to continue. It, this is—he's a decent option. To like if you're in three wide receiver leagues, especially in bye weeks, he's like somebody you think you think you could probably put in there and at least know he's going to get some targets and at least give you a a shot that way. Don't know how it's not going to play out like it did in week four every time, but. Right, he could and, be useful.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, just to jog everyone's memory. I mean, he, against Tampa Bay, he did seven catches, 104 yards, two touchdowns. That, I mean, obviously, it was a monster game. But even before that, even though he wasn't getting the entire production, but he had five receptions, four, six, and then he hit that big game. So they are throwing it to him, and I think as as that offense comes around and Trubisky does too, um, Taylor Gabriel seems like he's going to be one of the benefactors of that.
0: Yep, I think he definitely will be. So that's, I mean, those are like the three players I feel like that could be useful. And they're not, I don't even know how useful they are. I'll say my next guy. I'm going to throw Ronald Jones up here already because I don't like a lot of the other options. But Ronald Jones, I feel like he's going to continue to get more work here. Don't know if he's a great player or not, but when you're drafted 38th in the draft, you have to have some talent. And the team wants to, Really find out what they have in you. Peyton Barber's not doing anything at all. So why not just go with Ronald Jones and try to see what, what you have there? So I think he should be on, the, on your bench and wait and see if maybe you get lucky and get a guy who's going to break out in the second half of the season.
1: Yeah, I mean, really there's not a whole lot in the running back section, so you have to take a, a risk on a guy like that. So obviously I back that one, but, yes, yeah, it's, it's probably a long shot but worthwhile. Yeah. I think it
0: it, I mean, it has to be worth. For, <laughs> that's, what, that's what this week is. There's just not a lot. Who, who would be another guy that would be towards the top of your list then this week? I feel like this is going to be about a seven minute episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. it's going to go quick. Uh, the other guy, and it's more, once again, it's kind of a flyer. I want to see if he, if he keeps um, progressing and especially with a new quarterback in town or finally getting to start, but Christian Kirk, um, you know, he, he, Didn't quite get the number of catches that I was hoping he was going to get, but at the same time, he made a big play out of it. Um, So, you know, it's kind of the second week, um, week three against Chicago. He had seven for 90 this week, only three catches, but 85 and a touchdown. So I think, once again, as, uh, you know, Rosen kind of improves and gets more and more comfortable, I think that uh, we'll see Kirk turn into one of his, his favorite targets. And, you know, he's not going to be an every week type of play. Um, but it's more of a, uh, you know, put him on your bench and, and he'll be the in the
0: D-League of, of fantasy. Yeah, pretty much. But I think he's, again, he's one of the guys on the list that has the potential. And he got the big touchdown. He could continue to be out there and be, you know, worthwhile. So I think, yeah, definitely Christian Kirk should at least be on somebody's bench in a league right now. And in the, along those same lines, I'm going to say DJ Moore, actually. I've been thinking about cutting this guy forever, but I kept him on my bench. Finally, coming out of the bye week, they looked like they wanted to get him involved a little bit more, even got him a got him a carry. So what I'm hoping is maybe they want to just dis- they want to f- get him more involved in this offense. There's no sure thing he will be. This might be this might be the top he's gonna to be all year. Who knows? But again, deeper leagues, especially if a deep bench. You just want to get a flyer on somebody and put them on the end. Yeah, maybe DJ Moore. This is, you know, don't release anybody of value for him. But, you know, if you want to take a shot in the dark, how about the same thing you can do that with like Des Bryant again? Still, yeah, I mean, like, I, still, I mean, I'm still point, just, I'm, he's going to have to sign. I think you feel like he's going to sign, but we're already getting to week six.
1: Yeah, I, I think you eventually he will. I mean, he would have to, it's better to sign with a team than obviously you know, go the entire year without, but, um, but yeah, I still think he has more upside than uh, pretty much anyone else on this list outside those first two that we mentioned. Um, yeah. And the, the other one I had DJ Moore on my list as well. I think uh, he's an interesting one. Uh, once again, uh, kind of like Kirk kind of the, the developmental one. Uh, another one that is kind of a, a Hail Mary, if you will, because I don't necessarily think he's a great wide receiver, but Chester Rogers on Indianapolis has been getting a lot of work, um, you know, yep, eight, eight catches each of the last two weeks. Yeah, I mean, so even if he's not that great with that kind of, uh, you know, just sheer will of of just forcing it to him, uh, he's going to be you know profitable to have, especially once again. Um, you know, I, I play standard most of the time, but if you are in a
0: PPR league, he would have been a good play the last two weeks just because of that. Yeah, he made my list too because it's 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 about the targets, it's about catches sometimes. You just need bi week fill ins. You just need a guy that you know is going to catch the ball a couple times, going to guarantee you some points. So I think I think that's a pretty solid one. He's obviously involved right now as their number two guy. I think he, it seems like he's ahead of Ryan Grant. So I would, even though Grant's much more owned in leagues, but I feel like he's more involved than Grant. Grant would be like a really far end pickup if you're in deeper leagues here, too, just because he's kind of out involved. But. Oh, this is an ugly week.
1: Yeah, not great, to be completely honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, i say tell people, we're we're, we're keeping our list to basically 40% and under. Because in reality, you know, a lot of these other guys above that are, are on rosters. So if we had stuck to our old rules of 50%, I mean, you could throw in Robbie Anderson, D.D. Westbrook, you know, players like that on there. Which would have made it a little bit nicer of a list. <laughs> but still keep waiting for that big time player to step up here pop up on the list this year and it's not happening so how about okay any interest at all in taking a flyer on devonte parker
1: this <sighs> <Just> another week <laughs> yeah i mean no not really to be honest <laughs> just nothing <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I should, but the guy's burned me so many times. I just I think I'm just completely off of him. Um I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess so. I mean, he probably has a better chance to break out than, you know, the last half of the list we kind of put up, but um I feel like we've seen it and uh I just haven't, I mean, nothing, haven't seen it. Yeah, bro. yeah, exactly. That's a good <laughs> point. Yeah. Haven't seen it. So, no, not really. I, I just can't get excited about the guy anymore.
0: No, I'm I'm really not either. I'd have to take a pretty deep league for me to want to throw him on the end of my bench. One guy, though, maybe to stash, because could, it could be coming back quicker than we think, is Deontay Foreman. Lamar Miller hasn't been great, and now it's kind of been hurt. Deontay Foreman, he looked good last year. He was starting to come on in those last couple games he played. I think he could be worth, a, worth an add on your team.
1: Yeah, I mean, because obviously Lamar, you know, obviously was hurt this past week, and Alfred Blue, he he got a ton of work, but, you know, he's just average. He's just, just Alfred average. Blue, we know exactly. what Completely average. I, I think the big question is more of, you know, he comes off of the Achilles, uh, Deontay Foreman, comes off the Achilles injury. You know, is he going to look the same? Um, that will be my big question, because I was very heavy on Deontay Foreman, and maybe that was just my hatred for Lamar Miller. But, uh, but um, you know, I, I'm hoping he does look – like he, he still has that spring in his step and and he's the player that he was because he he was gaining steam and looked like he had the opportunity to overtake him this year, but so I'm hoping
0: and then another guy who I think is definitely worth an ad right now is Mike Davis. I think he has to be the way he's done the last plays played the last two weeks it's It's a weird backfield there in Seattle, and it's always been like that though for year 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 every year basically there's a guy who's doing well for a while and then he just will disappear. So like right now, Carson came back and looked great, you know, ahead of Davis. Davis still looked good, but it could go, it could change next week and Penny could play or Carson's on the bench and Davis is the main guy again, but Davis in two weeks, he has three touchdowns in these two weeks that he's actually got to play. I think they want to keep seeing what they have in him. So I would put him, I mean, shoot, think about this. If if, um, the injury pops back up here for Carson. Mike Davis is going to be a great play.
1: Yeah. And really, I mean, right now I'd be grabbing him off of waivers to play him for like a week or two, because that's really all I could count on. Um, You know, next week it could change entirely, but from what we've seen so far, you know, the carry totals that Craig was just mentioning, you think that he would be a good streaming option for a running back. And right now he's only, you know, owned in 14.5% of ESPN leagues. So, uh, he, he's definitely a, a good option because running back is very difficult to find right now. As you can see, the only other person we really mentioned was Ronald Jones. If that tells you anything.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> there's nothing there. That's for sure. It was, I don't have any other running backs. I don't have any other wide receivers. I don't know if you have any more for those two positions.
1: No, I don't. I, I think the, honestly, to just finish up by pretty much like if, if you're looking to stream a quarterback and tight end,
0: if we had any have any more players, Beautiful. I have Jameis Winston. Actually, I think that's a solid pickup. I have Hayden Hurst at tight end as a flyer, but streaming wise, I mean, I think Jameis is going to be a good play. He has the offense around him, so he's playing against at he's playing at Atlanta. I think Jameis is the guy this week. I'm I'd take the chance.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good one. I, really, there was two guys that caught my eye um, as far as kind of streaming QB, and obviously Jameis was one one of them, and the other one is Baker Mayfield. Um, right now he's only owned in, a, oh, what is he at, 38%, so he's getting near that 40% line. But uh, it looks like he keeps improving, and he looks more and more comfortable. Obviously, the last two weeks he was fine. Um, so I, I kind of expect more and more out of him because getting 20 uh, you know, when you're playing against Baltimore, is a very good sign. So now he's going to go against the Chargers. I, I like this guy. So um, I think Baker Mayfield would be a good streaming option
0: this time around. You know, I, I think he's I think he's a solid one. I think my third one would actually be Bortles going against Dallas. He's right there at the 40% owned mark. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, he,
1: you don't know what Bortles is going to show up, but right now, I mean, he only has one week that would completely, like – kill you. Uh everything else has been very, very good or just average.
0: Yep. I I think he's you know, I think Dallas is okay, but Bortles is that's a game where Bortles could do something, I think, unless they just don't let Dallas do anything and just decide to run the ball. So yeah, it's quite happen. possible, yeah. <laughs> so any interest in picking up Trubisky after what he did in week four? Uh zero. Still I don't don't trust it. Don't believe it.
1: No, no, not at all. And I mean, maybe he'll be fine. Uh but I, I don't expect him ever to do the fifty-five points again, <laughs> the six touchdowns. Uh I mean it was it was just an unbelievably good game for him. But I think more in the, you know, anywhere from like a fifteen point outing is kind of what I would be expecting out of Trubisky. And I think that there's other guys like Jameis Winston and Baker Mayfield, just the two that we already talked about, have a much higher ceiling. So um, maybe I'm sleeping on him and everyone's going to love him because he had that huge outing, but uh, I have no, no faith in him. What about you?
0: No, not yet. Not, not really. He, he looked bad the first three weeks. So I definitely don't trust it. So how about streaming defense? Cause I don't think there's a great option this week. I, but I've been looking through these defenses that are, you know, Maybe even fifty percent owned or less. Kind of trying to find, see what you know, what kind of option we have out there. I don't think there's a great one. Yeah, I'm trying to look. (laughs) There, there really isn't. I mean, out of the teams that are in this level, like the Browns are going against the Chargers. I don't. Chargers can put up points. Maybe the Packers at the Niners. That's and that's not even great don't love that one at all. Now,
1: at, in a weird way, you know, kind of maybe the Seahawks going
0: against Oakland. Yeah, I could see that in some – I sort of see that, <laughs> especially this week. There's just – I mean, yeah, look at some of these other ones. The Cardinals at Minnesota, don't trust that. Jets playing against Colts, okay, don't trust that. Cowboys against the Jaguars, I don't trust that. Bengals, Pittsburgh, definitely not. I, mean, what, <laughs> I got nothing. I
1: really don't. No, I mean, uh, yeah, it's ugly. If you're streaming defenses, it is pretty ugly, actually. Um, man, you know a defense, and uh, obviously they're on bye week, but you know we keep you know crushing on, uh, or just you know talking about how bad the Lions are, but. Yeah, they've been, they've been, uh, at least they don't go negative. Uh, And, and, uh, so when they come back and they go against Miami, they actually might be a streaming defense, but that doesn't help us this week. So,
0: (laughs) yeah, that's I don't like the options this week. So if you're streaming defenses, I'm sorry, I can't help you. The
1: only other one that I'm looking (laughs) at is what about what do you feel about the Steelers? So the Steelers, the last two weeks, well, three. Really, they only had one bad game, and it was against KC, but they just went against Atlanta, a team that should be able to put up a lot yeah. of points. They did very well against them. Now they're going against Cincinnati, who has been fine.
0: But I that, definitely that, think that probably, that might be a good one. That could be a decent play, you know, especially this week. If you need something, I mean, that's – I'd still probably pick the Packers at the, or against the Niners first, and then yeah, maybe I'd, I'd think about that too. Steelers game. Hope it's not a shootout. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's an ugly week for streaming defenses, that's for sure. I keep. I don't know. I wouldn't feel comfortable at all in any of this. No, I keep thinking to myself, like,
1: if I had to pick one of these teams right now, which one would I absolutely go with? Uh, and I think at this point I would have to go with safety over, you know, trying to get the most points because i feel like any of these can go sideways on me.
0: Yeah, i just i can't see the niners putting up big points, so the packers don't seem to get in a lot of like crazy shootout games. They they give up some points sometimes, but they're they up 31 twice, but then they've given up 0, 29, 17. They're not giving up 40 at least. I don't know. They had three good games this season, two negative games. They had a, what? A 23 at 8 and a 7 in our in the scoring we use then a negative one and a negative two, so they're kind of. <laughs> I don't think San Francisco's that good though, so that's what yeah. I would go with. Then, yeah, then maybe I think the Steelers. Would,
1: yeah, I would agree. I, yeah, I, I just think that the the 49ers are obviously as soon as Garoppolo went down, they're still trying to figure themselves out. QB situation, you can force them into you know problems. That would be the one I feel the best about, but even that, I'm like, yeah.
0: Yep. Well, I'll just say good luck this week in waivers. There's not much there. I don't even know if I'll what kind of waiver claims I'm doing. I love doing waiver waiver ads every week, but I don't know. I don't have much this week. No, I mean,
1: unfortunately, I think in a lot of them too because I got cutie last week and a couple of them. I, you know, I think uh, I th- think the Green Bay wide receivers is going to be the the biggest one. People trying to figure out who is going to be playing in that situation, and obviously MVS will be you know at the top of everyone's list now.
0: Yeah, I think that'll do it for waivers. We'll be back tomorrow with our rankings episode as we head into week six we'll talk to you guys then